My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back. It's good to see you guys again. It is 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock your time if you're on the East Coast. 5 o'clock if you're, or 4 o'clock, 3. (laughs) 3 in Cali. It's 3 in Cali. And it's 5 in Minnesota. Oh, we have Apollo back. Give it I'm to me. Back. Give me the. Give it to me. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, Where is it? On. Wait, wait, wait. It's coming. It's coming. Where is it? Where is it? Oh my gosh. There we go. Oh, That's wait. not it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I've got a couple of them now. We're gonna get a copyright strike for somebody's movie. You took that that clip from my movie. Yeah. No, he didn't. Well, we might have. Actually, that might have been a true statement. So we have a guest today. And thank you for the prayers, you guys. I am I am all good. So thank you. He he was doing some good work though. He was taking care of a friend that uh, decided to just have some issues. He listens, so we're praying for you, buddy. Um, well, let's just jump right into it. We have Jeff Lindbergh on again. He has promised us a bomb, and we're going to talk about the Lesser Magistrate, the book written by. Matthew Truella, in 2013, very prophetic book. If you haven't gotten the book yet, please go get it. That's uh, The Doctrine of the Master- Lesser Magistrates by Matthew, Matthew Truella. Um, and we're going to talk about what he's done and what they've done to him. And every single person, not one person that has stepped out that has had any sort of thought leadership that deviated from the radical left, has left, been left unscathed. They've been attacked, demonized had people break down their doors. It's, it's disgusting what these radical leftists have done in the FBI, in the DOJ. But let's re- welcome Jeff Lemberg to the show. Jeff, welcome back. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me on again. Um, did you have that headset on this morning? I did. You did? Very same one. Ah. Yeah. Uh, see, it's a new just... one. I, I broke my old one. Sorry. Uh, did I, you get a haircut? Guys, I... You I younger. did get a haircut. Oh, okay. I See? did. I, I, right, I, I, I got a haircut. Different. My wife told me, she said, look, Joe's hair looks so nice short like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I got it short, man. It's, you know, it's the Joe haircut. She got uh, you made you trim up a little bit. Yeah. She says, you're looking pretty bushy. You know? <laughs> so, See, I, uh, see, yeah. I noticed stuff. I just noticed stuff. Hey, one well, thing I just it. noticed, uh, yeah. I think we got kicked off of Facebook again today, so that's exciting. What? It's not sending. I can't send it to Facebook. So if you're trying to watch on Facebook, apologies, guys. 
Why can't you watch it, watch it on Facebook? I think we're bad people. Are you serious? I think Facebook doesn't like us. I Good timing, given what we were talking about before the show, Jeff. Well, they didn't take down the show. No, but I can't go live. I don't have anything that's a cut that says you're being a bad person. They sent me a notification earlier because I posted a, uh, a Clinton thing, uh, but I didn't. It's not going to the page. It was for my personal account, so I don't know why uh, why we can't go live. But. So are you trying to go live? Sorry, trying to work the problem here for a minute. Are you trying to go live? People are like, why are you on Facebook? Why? Because there's people there. you got to spread truth everywhere you go. Right? Okay. So so you're probably logged in then under this deal using your... No, that's going straight to Facebook or straight to the conservative daily page. Oh, is it really? They're just censoring us. They don't like us. It's probably your fault, Jeff. I don't... I don't like me either. It's really kind of sad. Well, you know, I am under, I am, according to Benson, under criminal investigation in, in Michigan. So Ooh. that would be a reason to ban me. You don't want to have a criminal on, you know. So um, uh, apparently they haven't, um, yeah, really checked out. It, they don't research anything. Uh, they just copycat stuff. And, you know, uh, if they did a little research, they'd find out a little bit more about my background and, and, and the work that we do and so on. Uh, but no, they just do hit pieces. Well, let's get into the hit pieces. I, I like to talk about the hit pieces, and let's get into what's going on. I mean, it uh, it, it is. Yeah, the the discussion today, Joe, uh, this afternoon. You know, this morning we went through some very gory technical detail. We're not going to do that. This afternoon is really talking about standing up. Uh, and that's what the, the doctrine of lesser magistrates is really about. Um, I only started reading that because you mentioned it uh, on that documentary uh, with Andrew. Um, so I got the book. I read it. I've now gotten the Magdeburg, uh, Magdeburg Confession, and I read that, ah. which, is, which is fascinating. 1550s, a group of pastors. Uh, we might even read a, a line or two from that today because the ending of that calls out all the bystanders. The pastors call out the bystanders and say, here's the requirements. Here's what you must be doing. And so today it's really to talk to people about the fear and intimidation tactics and the fact that we must stand up. Um, we must stand up. Do you have that that uh, thing with the little boy, the grandson on it, Apollo? Can you pop that up? Um, yeah, it, This is really... That's really the topic for today is uh, this little quote. It's a beautiful little thing someone sent me, and uh, I think we all need to use this kind of as our motto uh, at this point, um, if you have that handy to read it. I think we have it. We have um, it. It's actually the, the label, there, too. There it it says, we, we place all of ourselves in danger to a certain extent when we stand up, but we place our children and grandchildren in even greater danger when we don't. And there's a picture of a little boy. It's holding his dad or, or grandfather's hand. And I think this is a message to men more than it is anything else of, hey, it's time for us to do something and do something powerful to pr preserve their opportunities in the future. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, that's really what this discussion about today is standing up, uh, no matter what the cost. I mean, okay, so in Michigan, they've decided uh, to make this ridiculous sham investigation, which they've had a history of doing. By the way, we'll talk about that today. But nevertheless, I mean, they may indict me. Uh, they might indict all of us. Who knows? Uh, some, you know, judge they can may indict, make a ridiculous... They can indict a ham sandwich. 
Sandwich. They can indict a ham sandwich, and, and they may, you know, even some judge make a ruling that I'm guilty of something, which is would be incredibly wrong, uh, because we're not. We we had permission. Uh, the lawyers told us we the equipment. We could do the testing we did, and so yeah, on. Court order. Uh, yeah, and the image came uh, from a court order, forensic image. The one where they claimed I was doing illegal activity was actually court ordered. So, um, but nevertheless, if they do, they do. And if I go to jail, I go to jail. I, I mean, the, God, God's in charge. And, and if I go to jail, he'll use that in some way. Uh, recently, you saw Simone Gold, 60 days in jail for trespassing, guys, for trespassing sent to a maximum security prison uh, for speaking out uh, about COVID, uh, essentially, is what is what they did. And, and that's ridiculous, uh, the stuff that's going on in our country. So whatever the consequences, we have to get connected with God. We need to understand what he's made us for. We need to listen to him, and we need to do whatever he calls us to do, even when it's difficult, especially when it's difficult that's the kind of leadership we need. Uh, Joe, you've shown this yourself in what you've chosen to, to do to speak out. Uh, God has directed me to do it. Uh, I don't want to do this. This is not my thing, but I'm doing it because God has compelled me to do it. And so he's got it. You know, we don't need to fear. Um, it, the, the scripture says, do not fear for I'm with you. Do not anxiously look about you for I'm your God. And how many times, Jeff, does it say in the scriptures not to fear, not to have fear? Uh, lots of times. My favorite story about that is how many times, Joe? 365 times. 365. Wow. 365 times. And uh, it's not a coincidence. It's the same numbers you have in a year. Uh, my favorite story about that is Joshua. Uh, if you remember, Joshua just inherited the leadership of the nation and of Israel from Moses when he passed away. And he was directed to go into the land where there were giants in the land. And they're supposed to conquer the land and cross the Jordan River. And uh, in that first chapter of Joshua, what you see is three times God has to tell Joshua, be strong and courageous. Be strong and He keeps repeating it. Now, why did he have to repeat it so many times to Joshua? Joshua wasn't feeling strong and courageous. I'm quite certain he was shaking his boots, going, I'm not Moses. How do I lead these people? But, you know, God came through. And it's not about not being fearful. It's about being obedient when you are fearful and realizing that God is going to come through. And when you follow God and do what he tells you to do, God will have it. He's got your back. He's going he's gonna to carry you through it, whatever happens. So I have to ask the question. I think it's important that we do ask the question. And that is, why now? Why, why are they coming after you now? Why, why? Because we have so much, why in, the, in light of having so much evidence that they're doing something wrong, that they're stealing elections yeah. and they're doing it systematically using the machines across the nation, why would they come after you now? Uh, that's very interesting. And, and uh, this is kind of one of the things I wanted to bring up today and how God works, you know, God's providence. So uh, why now is a very interesting question because the expert reports that I wrote and others wrote were back in uh, 2021, April, May uh, timeframe, okay? So we put out a bunch of expert witness reports, spent weeks there, uh, even months working on it, putting out those reports. There were two videos that were put out on OANN 
Uh, the first one had to do with the modems that we found in the equipment. Okay, we were told we could go in, look for modems. We did that, we found modems. Um, we put out a report on that. We did research on those modems. We talked about it this morning. So that video came out. Then the video when uh, my, uh, the team I was working with, we were able to figure out how to flip the votes. And right. they said you couldn't flip votes. And we demonstrated flipping the votes. And so that video came out early May of 2021. Early May of 2021. Now remember that date, early May of 2021. The expert witness reports show pictures of the tabulators. Mm -hmm. The OANN pieces show pictures of the tabulators. Right. We're not hiding who we are. We're not hiding the equipment. Okay. And we know from the Senate report uh, that came out in election stuff in June that they said in the Senate report that they watched the video. They commented on the videos. Okay. Now, Secretary Benson had to have seen the video back in that time frame. If she didn't, she should have because that Senate report was you know about election integrity and so she's required to read that and also she's a defendant in the case in Antrim she is the defendant in the case in Antrim I don't know if people realize that that Antrim case the Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is mm. the defendant so she's also a lawyer she also was the Dean of a law school apparently the youngest Dean of, of a law school um, and so was it Soros she, rule a uh, school of law was it the Soros, George Soros School of Law? I just, I'm asking for a friend. I, I don't know which one. I don't know which one. But in any case, she would be required to have read our expert witness reports. Those were submitted as evidence in the, tri uh, in the case there. And so it's incumbent upon her uh, to have read those reports. So she knew all of this in May of 2021. Now, here's, here's what happened. Nothing. 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 And until, I mean, not even not even a let's open an investigation. It's nothing. No, nothing. No talk about an investigation. Yeah. No nothing. In fact, the Senate would not These even people are listen trash. to Matt Perno. The the Senate would not even allow our testimony. Okay, they commented on our reports. They said they watched the video, but they wouldn't allow us to come and explain anything or, or talk about it. Instead, they just criticized it in their report. Okay, so they wouldn't allow us to come. They didn't, nothing, okay, there was no investigation started. Now, the Senate report suggested that maybe you want to investigate people that are putting out false narratives. That was in June of 2021. Nothing after that. Until February of 2022. Now, why is that date important? In January of 2022, a little county in New Mexico called Otero County made oh, national news. Yeah because they voted based on watching in part uh, maybe a large part i was told uh my video they saw my video they uh, that was part of the reason that they decided to open a full forensic what they called for was a full forensic investigation in otero county interestingly enough shortly thereafter they decided to open an investigation into myself and others up in Michigan, okay? Right after that, the timing. Then there was a whole sequence of events that occurred after that, all right? So now I'm involved in the Otero audit, and there's a May meeting coming up, and they advertise that um, there's going to be this report in, in May, and I'm from New Mexico. Everybody knows that. Um, and so, like three days before the meeting, 
out comes a notice that someone made sure I got it from Michigan saying they've expanded the investigation in Michigan and they've ha! seized tabulators three days before, okay, before I go to testify in front of Ontario County Commissioners. Huh. Coincidence? Maybe. I intimidation, think not. Intim intimidation tactic? Maybe. Okay. Guess what? We go to do the final report in August. Three or four days before that, out comes an announcement from Michigan. Oh, Dana Nessel has decided to call for another group to uh, appoint a special prosecutor in the very same investigation. Yep. Okay? She wants a special prosecutor to investigate and uh, bring criminal charges against Matt DiPerno and his expert witnesses. Who is running against her. Who is running against her? So yeah, people so need to understand the situation here. We ought to have a graph. We ought to have a graphic on this. This is astounding, right? So here we have the defendant in the Antrim case. The the attorney in the Antrim case is Matt DiPerno. Okay, we got yeah. a bunch of expert witnesses. I'm one of several. Um, then we have the defendant. The defendant is Jocelyn Benson, the Secretary of State of Michigan, who is represented by Attorney General Dana Nessel. Okay. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and and for our listeners, they're they're offering an incredible seventy percent off your yearly plan to our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off if you're using like ring apps or things like that you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized ip address but um that's just something you just learn when you get it but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are uh, so go to ipvanish.com slash daily use promo code daily you do have to use the slash daily so ipvanish.com slash daily use promo code daily and claim your 70 percent savings so this case is still on appeal to the Michigan Supreme Court. People don't understand this because the mass media said, oh, it's closed, it's dismissed, everything. The judge ruled on one count. He didn't rule on all the other motions. He ruled on one, and based on that one ruling, he dismissed it knowing that it was going to be appealed, I believe, up, 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 up to the appeals court and so on. And it so has been court, appealed. It has been appealed. Uh, according to Matt, I talked to him, I don't know, a month or two ago to check. And at that time, when I checked with him for a few minutes, he's, I just called him. We, we talked to say whether or not that case was still open. And he said it is on appeal to the Michigan Supreme Court. So we have a case that's on appeal to the Michigan Supreme Court. I'm an expert witness in that case. And these things are happening, right? So then what happens is... Um, you announced on the program that I was going to be on uh, the next day or the day after. It was September 9th. I was yeah. I went on your pro your program, and it was because the Washington Post put out a hit piece 
uh, on me, and everybody copycatted it. You know, it had Georgia on there, but every one of them referred to Michigan. So they were talking about Coffee County, and oh, they got a surveillance video of me in Coffee County. Yep, I was there. I did a podcast on that. Okay, I was investigating down there. So um, they put that out. So I went on your program on the on the ninth. You told people a day or two before that that I was going to be on. What happens on Thursday before the program? What happens is Dana Nessel announced that a special prosecutor has been selected in the state. Okay, in the state of Michigan. Right before I go on the podcast, okay? So these things are lining up, guys. Okay, Okay, they're lining up. Yeah, so I want to go through this, right? So we want to, there's a couple things. One, you got a bomb to drop. So we're going to start, we're, but, but I want to I go through this timeline related to the CNN uh, story specifically. And we have a video. I want to play that video. And then I want to go through these emails that you got from um, Kurt Devine. And from there, I want to then go into, so I want to walk through some stuff on the timelines, the expert witness timeline, thing like that. So let's first start by cutting, playing cut two. This is uh, Dana Nessel. Machine unintentionally proving how difficult it would be to manipulate votes. Every machine would have to be physically breached, which is a crime. What needs to happen here is database modification commands. Jocelyn Benson is Michigan's Secretary of State. That to me seems like a crime on video. Sure does to me as well, yeah. And as the state's chief election officer, my job is to report those potential crimes, which I did, and also ensure that any machines that were tampered with or de- that's Joe, a crime gotta, on video? I, well, I, that's a crime on video? I, really? That's a crime on video? Tell me. Yeah. Jeff, tell me how that's a crime on video. This woman is trash. She's a total piece of shit. Sorry. Well, you gotta- well, hold, hold on a second. So what I want to point out is what she called a crime. And she yeah. should know this because she's the defendant in the case. So she hired Alex Halderman to write, to do some research, to write a report, which he did in Antrim, explaining what happened, saying nothing to see here, human error. Okay, and in it, he got a forensic image. He mounted it. He accessed the database the same way we did. Exactly what we did. We got a forensic image, uh, legal that was you know ordered by the court. Uh, we mounted it. We accessed the database, and then through the database, we used an exploit, the exact same exploit he used, to get access to the Dominion software. So I did exactly the same thing that Alex Halderman did, that she hired Alex Halderman to do in the case for which she is a defendant. So if that's criminal activity, she just said that she did criminal activity by hiring Alex Halderman. Jeff, Jeff, they just said... They, they just said that you would have to get physical access to the machines in order to actually get into them. That is a lie. You are executing commands. And this is how stupid people are, and they believe these pieces of trash. And I'm sorry to say it, but that's all they are. They're garbage. They create a narrative. They lie, 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 lie. They're liars. Yeah. Yeah, they they do create a narrative. I've I've said over and over and over again, you do do not need to have access. In fact, one person can do it from a central location. 
to uh, flow it out through the election files, out to the tabulators. You don't even need to modify the EMS. I was demonstrating you can mess with things on the EMS, but you don't even have to modify the EMS. They keep saying, like the Halderman, you know, uh, the, the DHS put out, or CISA put out their report on the ICX, and said, don't worry, because it would take physical access. Guess what? In the report, they said, oh, you could do this through the election files. Well, that means I can do it centrally. I don't have to have access to, if I can do it through the election files, which it says I can in their report, then, then I can do it. I don't need to have physical access. So either they're clueless, which I think is actually the case. These people are not experts on anything. They just get a narrative, they're, they're told, here are the words to use, and they repeat it. They do mockingbird media stuff. They just repeat stuff they don't know. Uh, I mentioned an example of that this morning uh, where, where Halderman explained the Antrim shift and then in the Senate report they explained the Antrim shift exactly the opposite of what Halderman did. They couldn't even copy what he said correctly, okay? Uh, they, they reversed it. So uh, absolutely, absolutely wrong. Uh, now the other thing I really want to point out here that's really important, I mentioned this earlier, emphasized it. You saw in that video uh, you might want to play the clip one more time while I'm talking about it, um, uh, or so I can talk about it. But, but anyway, she, I want to stress this, she said it was her duty when she saw that to report that, right? Play that yeah. again, would you, oh, yeah. Apollo? It was, it was her duty to report that. Can you, can you play it? Yeah. Right now. Seems like a crime on video. Sure does to me as well. Yeah. And as the state's chief election officer, my job is to report those potential crimes, which I did, and also ensure that any machines that were tampered. Okay. Her, as her duty to report that, okay, we put that video out in May of 2021. The Senate report refers to it. It's in her case for which she's depend, defendant. She's a lawyer. It's incumbent upon her to read all the evidence that was submitted there, all the re expert reports. She waited nine months. Well, that, if that's, she had a duty, that's, that's it, normal. That, that, see, that's normal. The, the time well, that it takes, there, well, yeah, go ahead. If, nine months. If, if, she, if it's her duty to, to get an investigation initiated, you cannot wait nine months. That's called willful neglect. Dereliction of duty in my mind. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you because the this is what I know about legal the the the, the and I'm not disagreeing with you with what you found. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you with the 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 substance of your report. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with any of that. But I will tell you that the wheels of justice turn very 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 slowly, and the wheels of corruption turn just as slowly. Right, so the, the, it's it's not nine months. It's not uncommon for them to, you know, to wait nine months to go through an investigation. It'll go through steps of trying to figure out how they can maneuver this so they can create a case out of nothing, and that's typically what happens. But it's not uncommon for it to take nine months. Now, now keep in mind, though, I'm not talking about doing the investigation. I'm talking about calling for the investigation. So she waited nine months to call mm -hmm. for an investigation. Yeah. She waited nine months to call for it, not to do it. They then spent months doing an investigation, okay? They spent six, seven, what, whatever, from February until September, okay? They spent doing the investigation. Now, truth is, in two weeks, you could find out where all the equipment came from. It doesn't take nine months to do that. Once you get the investigation started, all you got to do is ask the question, and you're going to find out where it came from. 
no one was hiding that that I know of. So um, they could have found out very quickly. But she, I believe, is saying she waited nine months to start to call for the investigation. That's the way I read that video. Just, do you read that differently? Because that's the way I read it. She waited yeah. nine months to call for it. Yeah, but I mean, again, I don't, again, I want to stay as laser focused on truth as possible. <laughs> laser, 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 laser yeah. focused. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I want to also. And, and I'm not telling you that what you're saying is not accurate. What I'm telling you is that it may, it, I wouldn't look at it that way. I wouldn't look mm -hmm. at it that way. And here's why. Because that, that's not material to why they're doing this. And if we get caught on the details that create chaos, it favors them, not us. I think it's important that we stay focused on the details of what they lie about, not the things that you could sit here and argue and that they could see as a sideshow, which gets people yeah. away from what we concentrate on. So I don't yeah. give a crap if she waits two years. I really don't. Right? I don't care about that. What I care about is the substance of what they're doing. Right? So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. So right. with that said, I want to read this. This is the, you got a, a email from a CNN reporter named Kurt Devine. He's a now, producer. He's a producer. I believe he produced that article. Yeah, for CNN. I think he produced it. Okay, mm -hmm. so, so let's go. My name is Kurt Devine, and I'm with News Network CNN. I'd, I'm sure you've received numerous requests related to voting machines, but I'd genuinely like to take your, get your take on this. We're doing a, storm, a story primarily focused on Michigan and some of the efforts of Matt DiPerno to examine machines and ballots there. And we're planning to mention that you produced a report for Mr. DiPerno's lawsuit and were filmed at the Coffee County Election Office. I listened to your talks on Conservative Daily, but I'd appreciate hearing your take. <laughs> there you go, Conservative Daily. Did they mention me, Conservative Daily? In the little cut, they didn't. Thank goodness. They didn't. How do you respond to the notion that you were involved in this alleged breach of voting machines in Michigan? Have you spoken to law enforcement there? Are there any parts of the Michigan Attorney General's August petition that mentions you that you think are wrong, that you think are wrong. I understand that you said in Coffee County, Georgia, that you only directed the testing of machines, but the Georgia Secretary of State's office has referred this to the overall activity as criminal. What's your response to that? If you have two minutes, I can give you a quick, you can give me a quick call. That's helpful. Or feel, feel free to share any statement or context here. We'd like to convey your perspective of all of this. Thanks. Do you think that's true, that they want to convey your perspective, Jeff? 
I don't think so. That's why I didn't answer that. <laughs> yeah. I want you to um, answer it right now on Conservative Daily because yeah. we know CNN listens <laughs> to us. At Conservative <laughs> Daily. It makes me happy to know that they get their truth from us and they go over there and lie. Hey, we know what to lie about now. Oatman's telling some truth. Ah, oh, man, we're going to go lie. Let's go lie, 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 lie. Okay, can you answer the question for me, though? Seriously. Yes, I can. So if you want to bring those questions back up, they're asking, right. you know, do I have any com comment on this at all? All right. Let's, and let's, I, I, well, let's, let's start at the top. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to the notion that you were involved in the alleged breach of voting machines in Michigan? Breach! Did you yeah. breach anything? We, I did not breach anything. We did not breach anything. We were given a forensic image that was ordered by the court. That is not a breach, okay? That's a lie. That is not a breach. Are you sure it's a lie? It sounds, it sounds like the CNN, they tell the truth. That's why they're laying people off. Well, look, if they had investigative journalists, this is why I've called for a public apology, retraction and apology. I, I did that on an interview on a podcast over the weekend, and it came out this week. Um, I called for CNN to retract their statements that what they saw me doing was illegal activity and to issue a public apology, both CNN and Secretary Benson, because that's inflammatory, and it's in a case for which she is the defendant. Okay, I, I mean, this is called intimidation tactics is what it is. So, but there was no breach uh, there. It was court ordered that that forensic image was taken. And I did exactly the same thing that Alex Halderman did and wrote reports just like Alex Halderman did. So there's no breach there. There's no illegal activity. And had the investigative reporter taken an hour to go read the expert reports, which are available as public records out there on the internet, um, they would have known that instead of repeating the lie that there was a breach or suggesting there was a breach. But no, they're not doing investigative reporting. They have a narrative, okay, that they're playing. They have a narrative. Okay. So there's a affidavit of Sidney McNeil Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's go back to the questions. I want to go back to the questions first because I, th I okay. think we should answer all the questions. Yeah. And, I, and okay. I know that I know that I'm really uh, keen on some of the other things that happened out of what you did last year in 2021 to get to the bottom of the fraud. But uh, next question was: Have you spoken to law enforcement there? Um, actually, no. And I will tell you this, which is very interesting. Um, also, in Georgia. In that CNN video, there's a clip, a video clip from Georgia. They claim I'm in a restricted space, and I've answered this. That's not a highly restricted space. It's an office space, okay? I knew I was on video. Come on, guys. It, you know that's video, okay? That was not some hidden secret camera, all right? So I was in that space down there, so they knew I was in that space. But where did they get that video? They got that from Marilyn Marks, who has a case going in Georgia, who is one trying to claim that the Coffee County people did something bad, okay, that's doing all kinds of depositions and stuff. So um, a few weeks ago, uh, they got the court, in fact, right after my uh, appearance on your show, September 9th, on September 10th, someone sent me a notice that they had added, they were allowed to do additional discovery. The, the judge issued it on Saturday. And because discovery in that case had already closed. And at the top of the list was my name, was my name, okay? And that video came from Marilyn Marks, the people doing that court case. Um, 
And they gave that to CNN. They gave it to the Washington Post and so on. They claim it's restricted. It was really hard to get, but they gave it. Okay, so those people in that deposition, you're asking, has anybody called me? They did a podcast just a few days ago saying that, um, hey, we're having trouble getting a hold of these people to do the depositions because they're on the lam. That means what? they're hiding from the police. Who's yeah, hiding they, they from the police? It was a podcast, okay, where they said, basically, I'm on the lam. I'm hiding from the police. All right? Well, I'm hiding They said the same thing about me. I'm traveling all over the country. I, I go everywhere. Uh, yeah. uh, you're hiding, Joe. Where? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hiding at home. Okay, I've waited every day. Uh, they had three weeks starting September 12th. Crack addicts. No one has showed up my door to serve me with a subpoena. Uh, none of them that I can tell have sent me an email. Okay, from Georgia, there's been no uh, voice messages <laughs> left. I screen I screen my my calls. If they call and don't leave a message, we get tons of crank calls. Everybody does, so we don't even listen to them unless they leave a message. I've gotten zero, zero, and yet they go on their podcast with the claim media on their podcast mm -hmm. and say, the lawyer said, I can't get a hold of this guy. Uh, these guys are on the lam, okay? So, and I'm the top of their list. They didn't name me, but I'm the top of their list. And they're they said, these, these people are going to get a hold of Wow. So, they have not gotten a hold of me. Uh, the Michigan police, guys, if they've called me, they haven't left a message, Okay. Hey, so they have not left the message. So, uh, Coomer's attorney is trying to circumvent the lawsuit that we're in and try to serve me with something, I guess, that my lawyer said, Hey, they're trying to serve you with something. And do you want me to accept, accept it for you? And I was like, No, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Is it a part of our case? No, it's not. So, no, I, I'm under no obligation to make it easy for him. I travel all over the country. But, Jeff, I was just speaking at an event in DC, the January 6th. Uh, deal. I spoke there. I yeah. I spoke. I mean, Apollo. How many other places have I spoken? Like, I don't know, hundreds. I'm I'm in places all the time talking to people about election fraud. The fact that they subverted the the election in 2020. And I want you to know something else. I'm being sued for defamation by Eric Coomer, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let I'm I'm just going to say this out loud. So he's saying that he wasn't on a call. And I was like, oh, okay, you say you weren't on a call. He was on a call. He says that he's not a part of Antifa because this is by in the record. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because all they do is lie, Jeff, and we got to bring it down to right. the simplest term. The simplest, right. we got to bring it down to sim very simple. Because if you try to, if you try to get outside of simple, then their lie holds on to, it's like throwing mud at the wall. They're waiting for something to stick. So you got to break it down to simple. Here's the simple. The guy literally is a pathological liar. We were able to prove that, right? This is my side. He posts the Antifa manifesto. He holds the adjudication process. We've been able to prove inside the machines that those parts of the process and everything inside it was not secure. The things that are, are about to come out over the next couple of days will prove that, hey, I made sure of it, or excuse me, don't worry about Trump. He's not going to win. I made blank sure of it. They made sure of it based on these systems that we were able to uncover. So... I don't know how you defame a person that defames himself. Now, in your case, you went in the machines, you saw that they subverted the, the election, that they actually selected, not elected. You showed them where the vulnerabilities were. I, what did you do wrong? We own it as a It's of the people, for the people, by the people, right? 
That's the idea. So what did you do wrong then, Jeff? I want to know what you did wrong when you were trying to protect the people. I, I don't see anything. And, and that's what people have to understand. This, you know, They keep trying to make it out as you know, these people are operatives, operatives trying to do this or that. Yeah. And I'm a guy that was just trying to figure out what happened. We all could do the math, uh, and, and we could look at it and say, stuff's not adding up. Uh, you know, I have a history of background in actual election integrity investigation. I actually worked for, uh, with the FBI back when they were good guys in 1995. Uh, I got an, uh, a, a case opened in election in, in the state of Maryland. And uh, that's another story for another day uh, in any case. So I've worked before on this this kind of stuff. I'm, I'm just trying to protect uh, our election system because it's critical if we don't want to be ruled by tyrants that we have a good election system it's critical that people question it and that it gets looked at you can't just sweep all the anomalies under the rug and say nothing to see here mm -hmm. can't do that you've got to get to the bottom of them that icx thing in in in, in uh, tennessee i mean they didn't answer that at all and and it's it's absurd uh, what they did, they they just say, "Oh, recertify it," uh, when they didn't ever find out what the problem was. We cannot allow that if we're going to have an election system that we trust. And right now, I can tell you, we don't trust it. I call it Swiss cheese. I talked about that this morning. It's got holes all over the place. Okay, so let's and, ask and this that's question. That's the truth. That's the truth. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. N next question. Are there any parts of Michigan Attorney General's August petition that mentions you that you think are wrong? Um, the petition... All I saw was there were. They said that they needed to investigate. I don't think it even mm. gave any details. Um, okay. That I read. It's like a one-page petition, and it just says, "Hey, these people need to be investigated because uh, we think they illegally obtained this equipment." And what I will tell you, I will respond to that and just say, which I've said on another podcast, but I will say here as well, and that is that I was asked to go up there, be an expert witness. 
I have experience in this area. I'm, I'm highly experienced in this area. And I did. I asked, and we all asked the lawyer there, um, was this equipment legally obtained that you've given us to work with? Yes. The answer was yes, it is. Okay. We've got a, a case here. We're expert witnesses, official expert witnesses in this case. We've been given equipment. We're told to analyze it, test it, um, you know, and so we did. If, in fact, they got that equipment illegally, they're asking the wrong people. The people they need to ask is the guy that went and got it, who, by the way, is not named anywhere. It's interesting. All the articles that have come out, everything has come out. The person that actually got the equipment is not named. Who is the person that got the equipment? His name is Michael Lynch. He's not named okay. anywhere. This is feeling a lot like a setup. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying we've seen this before where people that were involved, somehow their names get redacted, right? They're not on the list. Mm. Hmm. So Does Michael sound Lynch, familiar? Who, who is Michael Lynch? He's a guy that was helping out up there, okay? And okay. he's the guy that acquired the equipment. He's the guy that took the equipment back. To my knowledge, he's the only guy that did that, okay? okay. And so he's not named anywhere, and he's the guy that physically acquired the equipment. Uh, according to him, he's the only one that did it. I, I didn't go get equipment anywhere. It was provided. But I okay? think a lot of this equipment we, is just online. You can pick it up off of eBay, right? Um, look, I didn't even ask where they were getting it. I just asked, was it legally obtained? You know, since then, I've learned where some of it came from. And, and I do know don't that... Don't say that. that. We don't want to help anyway. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, uh, you know, uh, Barry County, one of the people named in the, uh, the suit is Darleaf, the sheriff there. And they had a major anomaly on election night. Right. They have every reason to have their equipment looked at. You know, I'm not a lawyer, but... Uh, okay, well, the they, sheriff is allowed to do that because the sheriff is the ultimate authority of their area. That's correct. And All if you, right. I, I, don't know who, I don't know who decided. I wasn't there. I wasn't involved. I, okay. I just want to know this. Who is the one that is responsible for looking into election fraud if people like Tina Peters is not allowed to run a, run a covert operation in order to figure out if they subverted the, the election, found out that they did, and did something about it? If she's not allowed to, and she's elected by the people, the sheriff's not allowed to, a lawyer that has access to and is told they can go through the machine and have an image of the machine, they're not allowed to. So who is it that is allowed to? Who? Who's allowed to look into fraud? No one? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. No. Oh, we, we know who. Who? We know who. The, the EAC the, and the two certification authorities. Which are and they did. run by... And and, okay, th th this is, yeah. This yeah. is th the problem it. that I have, is that yeah. it's a circular argument. So people in positions exactly. of trust and authority, or they're supposed to represent the people in their community, are now not allowed to represent the people in their community. That's correct. And you're not allowed to look people. into the machines. Just trust the machines, sit down, shut up. I know it's not transparent. We don't care. And you're not allowed to look at the votes. And we're going to send in the, the AG and the Secretary of State to grab your votes or grab the ballots so you can't show them to anyone. I mean, this is absurd. I, and I want to put it in simple terms of how absurd it is. No one except for who they choose to say is allowed to look at the machines and the, and the ballots is allowed to look at them. And you don't think that this is stupid? Who, who in their right mind, breaking it down to simple, would not say this is dumb? Yeah. Well, even worse than that is we have an example of them doing it correctly in Tennessee, in Williamson. And they, they put still out a report, went after them. And they are incompetent. 
the people that did the analysis are incompetent. And in the end, they handed it over to the voting machine company, Dominion, and said, you do the root cause analysis. Aha! And they came. What did, yeah. they do? what did they do in Mesa County with Rob they Rubenstein, that little traitor? What did they do with him? Yeah. They said, hey, let's bring Dominion in. Dominion, tell us what happened. Oh, it's, 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 it's time drift. It's all caused by yeah. time drift. Right. Yeah, they bring in the machine company who gives some ridiculous uh, response. I mean, the one in Williamson that I looked at, uh, the QR codes, they said it was a misread of the QR code. And we're going to fix it by just clearing the provisional bit. And they never, ever, ever determined why it misread a QR code. Was it a misprinted QR code by the ICX? They never determined the cause. They actually say that in the report. We never determined the cause of it, but we fixed it. That's garbage. Wait, hold on. I fixed That's the garbage. problem that I did. Okay, all right. It's time for you to drop your bomb. We got to drop bombs now, right? Everybody's like, where's the bomb? Bomb dropper, bomb dropper. <laughs> no. I need some bombs. Well, you, might not, you might not like the bomb. The bomb, because this is not about the gory details. The bomb is that I would like the special prosecutor that's been appointed in the state of Michigan yeah. to run an investigation. I think someone needs to look into whether or not they need to seize the cell phone records, they need to seize the emails, and they need to find out if there's some sort of collusion going on in this case to intimidate the expert witness team. We're witnesses in a, a case that's still open before the Michigan Supreme Court, and here they are trying to intimidate and investigate and, and so on. I, it looks to me like witness intimidation. So my bomb is I'm calling, I'm publicly calling on the special prosecutor to actually investigate that and find out if there was collusion uh, from these people because the timing just seems like incredible that each time, you know, I'm going to go present something, out they come with their next step in the process, uh, slow by slow. Coincidence could be, but I think it needs to be investigated. It's, it's not right that the person that's a defendant in a case who's represented by the attorney general, and they're the very people that are the defendants and the lawyer for the defendant in that case, and they're opening a case, a special, giving a special prosecutor to go after the attorney who's running against the sitting attorney general, okay? That's not right, and, and using the expert witnesses like us as part of that is not right, okay? So I think the special prosecutor should investigate that. That should be on the list. Okay. So I got to ask you a question. CanCon, he's, he's preparing for his event tonight at 7 o'clock. We, we will be simulcasting that event, by the way. And, and he's, it's going to – but here's the question. Ready? Because he's, he's in here. It says, uh, oh, yeah, where's, where's the money David Becker gave, uh, had in Michigan through the uh, CEIRs here? And where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, by, uh, by the way, uh, as part of this, uh, this investigation uh, that I called for in the money, he mentions Becker. So Becker and Halderman were co-chairs of the uh, Election Advisory Commission that this Jocelyn Benson called for in 2019. Unbelievable! Okay. Oh. And, and in that report, she was supposed to. They called for oh. eliminating the modems from the tabulators and disconnecting the use of 
networks for the EMSs across the state. You know, the ones that are not connected um, and the ones that don't have modems. So they called for that. She had a year to do that because the last meeting was in 2019, October 2019. And the question I have is, why was that not done? I think that needs to be investigated. Why in this environment where everybody was so worried about Russia collusion and in the, in the elections, when the national entities and their own board that she convened called for those modems to be eliminated, why were they not eliminated in the state of Michigan? Um, and it says that she was working on implementing all those things, that she had already started implementing them in the report. So she wasn't waiting. She was implementing them. So uh, why wasn't that implemented uh, in, in the state there? That's, I that's just one wanna, of the questions. I just want to know this. You ready? This is simple. Where's the American people in all this? Like, when, when do we make decisions based on self-determination? When? I mean, when do we get to say enough is enough at the border and walk over there and say, yeah, get out? When do we get to round up the, the, the seven or eight million illegals that are here that shouldn't be here and send them back to wherever they came from? And look, I'm not impassioned. I'm not, I don't lack passion for these people. I don't lack empathy for these people. I also lack, I, I also have empathy for the people that are here. They can't feed their families. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, going back to CanCon's comment there for a second, uh, Joe, and that is, he's talking about uh. Becker. So the guy in that video with Jocelyn Benson was Becker, okay? So Becker was in the video saying, I did illegal activity, and he was on that commission. Now, what CanCon was pointing out, and I got this from them, so this is secondhand, but he said that the Zuckerberg money, $69 million went to Becker's organization from Zuckerberg. What? $69 million went to Becker's organization from Zuckerberg. You know Zuckerbucks? Well, $69 million went to Becker, the guy on the video who's there making a case that I'm doing illegal activity, which I'm not, got $69 million from Zuckerberg. Okay? Then that money went ahead and got uh, expended uh, on various different states. But one of the major states that got it was $12 million in Michigan. And it went to a couple different entities. One of those entities had been formed by and run by until 2019, Jocelyn Benson. What? The defendant in the case. Yeah, see, this doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why are we not having these conversations with people that are willing to do something? Where is there a special prosecutor? Where is there a judge? Where is there a lawyer that will stand up and look into these things? Where is there an investigative organization uh, that would look into these things and, and go, what in the world's going on here? Um, instead, they investigate the investigators. They're just trying to get to the bottom of you know the election system and find out what's wrong and let's fix it. Figure it out. Let's fix it. Um, we can't fix it by saying human error, human error. We'll just train them better. I mean, it, we're, we're not going to. It's broken, guys. This system is so full of holes, it's not fixable. It has to be replaced. That's my argument as an expert who's seen it. It is full of holes. It has to be replaced. You can't patch this thing. There's not enough band-aids in the world to patch it. Okay, so I want to I wanna walk through this if I real quick because we're running out of time. Actually, we, we only got a couple minutes left. Um, but I want to I want to put this up there, and, and I think it's important that we quickly go through this Antrim case action timeline. 
this is really important, uh, Mr. Producer, A6, Paul, A6. So you have early 2021 Antrim case experts report submitted having to do with modem associated with tabulators for both Dominion and ESNS machines. OAN picked up on this and put out a video reflecting what was in the report. Early May 2021, Antrim case re expert report submitted having to do with the ability to manipulate votes on the tabulator on the EMS. OAN videotaped the demonstration and put out a news story with a demonstration. June 2021, I want to point something else out, by the way. Uh, AT&T, this should be a RICO violation. It should be an antitrust violation. Uh, AT&T, uh, DirecTV, Dish Network all have deplatformed OAN. They've deplatformed OAN taking away hundreds of millions of dollars away from that organization for standing up for the American people. But I digress, because they're reporting. June 2021, Michigan Senate released their report on the November 2020 election. Nothing to see here. Antrim case defendant SOS Benson had read access to these reports and an obligation to defend her and herself a lawyer to be familiar with the material here therein. No further action to investigate the use of the tabulators referenced in those reports was initiated by SOS Benson until February 2022, nine months later. In January 2022, Otero County commissioners voted to audit the election in part based on the reviewing of the May 2021 Antrim tabulator vote swapping demonstration video. In February 2022, SOS Benson, after waiting for nine months with information to hand, suddenly decided to request an investigation into the source of the tabulators used by the Antrim expert witness team. By the way, this sounds like the FBI. It just sounds just like the FBI. Corruption, coercion, lying, cheating. That's what they do because they're liars. Uh, February, May, May 6, 2022, Otero County Commissioners announced an emergency meeting for May 9th. It was reported on May 6th that Michigan and the state police had seized a tabulator in Barry County and were expanding their investigation into the illegal access to tabulators. May 9th, 2022, uh, Lindbergh presented information having to do with the vulnerabilities of our election system. August 5th, Michigan Attorney General uh, Dana Netzel announced that she will be calling for a special prosecutor um, to point to investigate prosecute DePerno and among other expert witnesses, including Lindbergh. August 11, 2022, the final report for Otero County was presented to the commissioner and a large audience, and it was live streamed. Uh, Lindbergh had the first presentation, and it was over an hour long. At the end, he called for townships in Michigan to do a private hand count of the Supreme Court race in a 2020 public. election. A public, excuse me, hand count. 2020 election before the ballots are destroyed. August 19, 2022, Lindbergh went on Conservative Daily Podcast, first time on any podcast, to highlight the issues with voting machine vulnerabilities and the request to count the paper ballots for the Supreme Court race in Michigan before the ballots were destroyed. August 29th, uh, Lindbergh went on Conservative Daily Podcast for the second time to further detail election system vulnerabilities. On September 6th, the Washington Post and a large number of copycat media put a hit piece on Lindbergh and Logan visits to Coffee County, Georgia, claiming illegal access to voting machine equipment. All of these articles reference to the fact that the very same guys were under investigation in Michigan for illegal access to voting machines. This is what's called a wrap-up smear, guys. On September 8th, Dana Nessel announces the appointment of special prosecutor to target DePerno and his expert witnesses, including Lindbergh. On September 9th, Lindbergh went on Conservative Daily Podcast for the third time to respond to the Washington Post and another and other hit pieces with the facts about Coffee County, Georgia, and the legal actions taken there. On September 22nd, CNN Live, Cooper Anderson, Anderson Cooper, sorry, ran a segment in which CNN and Benson accused Lindbergh of illegal activities tied to Matt DeBerman's Antrim case in order to smear both DePerno and Lindbergh. 
Benson stated that she had an obligation to report this illegal activity for investigation and have yet seen the information in May of 2021. She waited about nine months before taking action she felt was her obligation to report. Lindbergh demanded a public retraction apology from both CNN and Benson. Sure as looks like there may be a coordinated effort to, by the defendant Benson and her attorney Dana Nessel to intimidate expert witnesses in a case that has appealed to the Michigan Supreme Court. So politically damaged the prospects of a prosecutor in the Antrim case. Matt DiPerno, who won the statewide primary, is running against Dana Nessel for attorney general. It is a world like this sort of behavior by elected officials allowed, tolerated, not prosecuted, et cetera. So this is the notes that you sent me. I have to yeah. tell you, we are, we are out of time. And I'm going to give you the final word. Uh, but I want to tell everyone that is listening, first go to MyPillow and use code CD21. I got a call from an, a, a, a uh, what was it called? Journalist from the New York Times who, who said, I'm doing a story on Mike Lindell uh, being, you know, sponsoring so many podcasts. And I was like, Mike Lindell doesn't sponsor podcasts. People do. People use code CD21 and buy my coffee and use a, and get a subscription. People go to my pillow and buy his amazing pillows and his amazing uh, slippers and sheets. The Giza sheets are amazing, amazing. Uh, and they spend their hard-earned money to sponsor shows that speak truth. She's like, and I go, and the, the fact that you're even calling and doing a story on, on Mike Lindell shows me that you're just trying to silence the tens of millions of people around the country that are supporting MyPillow because the products are amazing, amazing. And the coffee is absurd. I'm drinking it right now. Because you guys are trying to silence truth. And that's all you plan on doing. And then I did tell her a little bit about what's going to happen in the November election in 2022 and that we're watching everything that happens across the country as people. So go there and support Mike Lindell, support my pillow, my coffee, and you know spend a little bit extra. You don't even have to use that code. You can use code FBI too if you want. That's Mike's personal code. Jeff, final final word from you. Yeah, final word here is actually the Magdeburg Confession. Uh, it was, I've just finished that recently, and I was really astounded. Fifteen fifties group of pastors, right, standing up for the faith and alone, um, and and what they said about the responsibilities for the bystanders, for everybody else. And they said there's three, uh, there's three. So number one is to pray, okay, pray. Number two is to interpose with higher authorities on behalf of the people that are standing up. So we need people who are taking action by calling legislatures that are uh, you know, demonstrating that are doing the right things, making their voice heard about this stuff. So inter, in, uh, interposing uh, with with authorities, higher authorities. Okay, uh, so that's number two. But number three is they said if that's not working, those t those two, then you need to do whatever God enables you to be able to do, and uh, to help in that situation. It's your responsibility. And uh, you may have special knowledge, information. He gives, they give the example, literally, in that document of the case where uh, King David had to flee from Absalom and how a couple of his friends stayed behind, gathered information, and then uh, subverted Absalom and sent that information to David. And, and they said, look, if, that, if God has given you a position where you can get important information out um, you know, to help defend 
uh, those that are doing the right thing, then you need to do that. So I want people to be able to stand up and not fear um, whatever occurs. We don't need to fear. In fact, fear is the tactic that Matthias Desmond talks about that they use to lock us down. They did it with COVID, massive over fear creation. And by the way, I believe they're beginning to do it right now. Another fear, they can't get us to fear COVID anymore. So now the fear tactic uh, so that they can control us is World War III. They appear to be taking steps, this administration, to move us closer and closer to a war. Um, and none of us want that. Uh, so it's a scary prospect to even think about that. I think they want us to fear. So do not fear, God says. You know, get connected to God. Listen to him. Do what he's made you to do. Use whatever experiences and skills he's given you to listen to his voice and do what he asks you to do. It'll be different for every one of us. But if we all do that and stand up for what is right, then God will be glorified, exalted, and he will accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Uh, in this nation. So that's my message for today. Well, God bless you in that. That's amazing. And thank you for the work that you've done. And thank you for the message that you just gave us. I do want to tell you that standing in the gap is difficult. It's not always, it doesn't always end well, but it, in the end, it does end well. And uh, we know that God wins. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pray for you. And uh, we're going to end this in prayer. And then I do want to give everybody a, a, a some encouragement. Do I look like I'm, like, upset? Or does Jeff look upset? Because we know we win. And we know that the reason why they're doing these wrap-up smear campaigns is because they know they lose. So you just have to be the one to stand in the gap. you got to be the one to stand up, stand in a place of interposition, and be a truth teller. Just tell the truth. All right, that's it. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have today to spread truth. Thank you for those people that are ambassadors of truth and are warriors in truth and are out there pushing and promoting truth. Father, we, we reject the lies of, of the evil that has penetrated and has permeated through our society, this cancer in our society. We reject it. We wholly reject it. And Father, we ask you to give us the strength to push it back where it came from. We ask you to give us the stamina, give us the wisdom to speak truth, to sometimes use a sharp tongue when necessary, but more often than not, use truth to bring people to the light and away from the darkness. Father, please bless, bless Jeff as he goes about his daily business that he may continue to uncover that truth, that he may stand in that truth, he may do the right thing by that truth. Please stand by and protect Matt DiPerno as he runs for office, that he can clean up Michigan. And Father, I would just ask you to stand and, and pull back the veil, but also just empower people in these different states to be able to stand up and ultimately get rid of those tools that they're using in order to enslave us more, Father. Father, I ask you to bless those people that are listening. Give them peace. Give them joy. Allow them to feel that joy. Allow them to feel the hope of what the mission will draw us to. Help us, Father, to protect our children and grandchildren. Father, I would ask you to silence and destroy all the groomers, all the people that would do harm to our children. I would ask those parents out there to be able to stand up and stand in the gap and make sure they can protect their children in the education system. Father, I would ask you to just to tear down the walls of those people that would do harm to our children, to our community. Father, I would just ask you to stand up, stand up men specifically, that they can take over the reins 
of restoration to push us to a place where we can hold those people accountable for the, the evil deeds that they've done to not just us, but to people around the world. Help us to always walk in truth, Father. Guide us and protect us and forgive us for the fact that we've let it go this long. I say all of these things, ask for these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, one last thought, Joe, and that yep. is I am sure I am sure glad that CNN said that they're watching your show because that means they've <laughs> got my request, my demand for a retraction and a public apology. Hey, so, you know, uh, you know, you're up to something <laughs> when CNN is watching us. Woo! They didn't like the the millions of people that watch us, so they're like, let's join them. If we can't beat them, let's just join them. Uh, Joe, we, we, we listen to you so that we can fight against you and come after everyone that comes on your show. Like, you're still listening, and some of you are going to wake up because that prayer at the end always talks about pulling that veil back. So I hope that all of you guys at CNN get pilled. It's called a God pill. You swallow it. It's really, I hope it doesn't choke you out. I want you to live through it. And then I want you to become a witness for the Lord. So I just am so excited that CNN is watching this. Woo! Yeah, play it. Come on, give me some give me some cheers. Raw, come on. <laughs> yes! Say it with me. Tonight, <laughs> guys, I want you to go and listen to Cancana. He's got this is not a bomb. This is a massive, massive, massive bomb that he's dropping. Massive. This is the the mob, the mother of all bombs he's dropping. And it could be one of the things that just leads us back to understanding that we have enough evidence. These frauds, these p corrupt pieces of trash, people like the FBI that have defiled and shamefully disgraced our country. It's time to hold them accountable. It's time that they go back into the hole they came from and that they pay for what they've done to our country and what they've done to the economy across the world. Hey, God bless you, Jeff. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you guys too. I will see you at seven o'clock. I will see you at seven o'clock tonight. I'll be in the comments giving giving Can kind of a hard time. Be like, hey, what's up? Jeff will be on there as well. I'll be asking a bunch of questions. Listen, have faith, act in that faith. But it says in Galatians 4:16, am I the enemy because I tell you the truth? And for the radical left and the devil, the answer is yes, I am their enemy. But I'm not yours. And so here we go. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. Please join CanCon or join us. We'll be live streaming it tonight on our channels as well. God bless you all. See you soon. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the Fax Blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.